Let's talk aviation. Let's talk things. Let's bobayo. So today, um, in fact, not today, we celebrate Women's Month, right? August. Has South Africa seen any changes in terms of women in leadership where aviation is concerned? Good afternoon, uh, uh, the team in the studio, and uh, happy Women's Month to all the women of South Africa, particularly to the the ones we have in studio, Tlengiwe and you, Nati, and the rest of the Radio 2000. Thank you, Tom. I think we, in an aviation space, we have done significantly well in terms of uh, positioning the women in leadership positions. When you look at the entire um, uh, aviation industry from regulatory point of view to uh, operational, you would realize that we have quite significant amount of women in leadership. Um, starting with the regulator, um, you know, when you go to CAA, we have mm. uh, Mepo Picosa, who is uh, really been steering this ship very, very well. Um, we know the pressures that comes with that responsibility of becoming TCA, but she has done so well in the past and in such a way that uh, you even seen so many women um, ascending into uh, similar positions like hers. And, um, and just recently, she was chairing um, a recovery uh, symposium where she uh, was talking to the rest of the world, hosting them here in South Africa. And, 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 and this shows that uh, we, we are not just a number, but we are playing a leadership role in terms of showing the world where we are uh, heading to. Mm-hmm. And it's not only her. I mean, you looking at the, um, the AXA, AXA has a booming um, both with that side. She is also leading um, the the AXA there, and, and and it's not only her. I mean, when you look at the ATNS, ATNS also has a, a, the CEO who's a woman, uh, Nozipo Ndawe. She has been appointed effectively from April, and she's also been in a different. Uh, uh, positions within the transport industry and and clearly for me i'm just really quite excited and and mm. and and even the department of transport as well we've got uh, the deputy minister um cindy Suachigunga, who is also leading aviation within the department of transport and this really demonstrates that uh, we are not just talking numbers we're talking about people that are qualified and they have the the ability to drive this but the private sector uh, that we have uh, in south africa they seems not to be very much willing to address this issue of women uh, all these uh, airlines that we have in south africa they just don't have an appetite of increasing the number of women in leadership in aviation and i think it's something that we still need to work hard on mm-hmm. but not just necessarily on the government entities but also on the issues of the private sector. SAA has just appointed the first black uh, captain in a form of uh, Annabelle Bundler. She has been appointed now. She is now uh, a captain at SAA. And this this cannot be, uh, we can't just keep quiet, but, but celebrate when our women are doing so well in our industry. Of course. And Mango Airlines, uh, their operating license has been revoked. Tell us why. It has been suspended. So during the the lockdown, we've got a, a, a licensing board which has not been inactive for quite some time, but then the minister and the department have now 
appointed a licensing board. Now, this is a part of the cleanup process that usually happens. So the, the license of Mengu should have been um, you know, suspended quite a while ago. But the, because there was this uh, a process that the department has been embarked on, they then it took a little bit of time for them to do that. But this is how a license um, gets suspended. You make an application to render a service. This is not. This is a service. What you what airlines are offering is not a, a, a an enterprise development of of some charity or whatever. There's a need analysis that gets a, a approved when you are applying for that, mm. and, and and this also applicable to the AOC as well. So if you are not using it. It has to be taken away from you because you are not using it. Should you want to use it again, you must then apply and then it can be reinstated as long as you meet the requirements of reinstatement of that license. It's not anything alarming about the process. It is just the procedure that the department uh, is embarking on to make sure that if there should be there any player who wants to utilize that license it must be given to that player as long as that player is a south african player and is also registered and operating an aoc within south african uh, borders then that's fine they can get that but it's not like mango is finished with it it's not finished they can go back when they are ready to fly and they will get their their license to operate again and and the aoc as well from caa they can do the same thing they know what they need to do uh, should they wish to fly again all right so Putaho, we were having a conversation a couple of uh, days ago here in studio about what happens when airline when an airline doesn't deliver your checked in baggage with the flight that you're in right yeah. First of all, why does that happen? And then what then happens to that baggage once it's now, once it's lost? So when you go onto a flight, you then buy a service of a baggage. Mm. Um, most airlines sell that service is not free. You buy even locally here when you want to fly with Air, they will tell you to go and pay 200 rand. Uh, whatever amount that they charge for their baggage uh, baggage fee. Now, as soon as you do that, it is now an agreement between yourself as well as the airline that you are now going to be, they're going to be responsible for your bag. Mm. So if it does not arrive at your destination, you are entitled to... Uh, is let's say Glenn was talking about going to Canada uh, the other time, mm. and when he got to Canada, the bag was left in London because he was in transit at uh, Heathrow, yeah. uh, and they left it in in London. So ordinarily, when that happens, is that the airline firstly take responsibility. If you don't have the clothes to wear and all your stuff and and medication and everything that you need, it's in that bag. They are responsible to give you a certain amount of money daily for you to use. Uh, it it was about sixty dollars at some point. I I don't know at the moment if that amount went up, but the airline they are obliged. You must claim that amount of money from them up until they bring your bag. They must pay every single day. It is a law. Really? It's not something that uh, uh, um, you know they will willy nilly choose not to to give you. They must give you that amount of money. Secondly, 
it is important that when you pack your bag, um, your luggage, uh, identify your luggage with something that uh, it would be easy to identify. Put a ribbon, put something, buy a luggage that will be colorful so, so that it can be easily be identified. Um, something like that. Mm -hmm. And inside your bag as well, put in your information so that should they find it without being identified and you are able to describe it and they open up, they should be able to find something that can, um, uh, that can have your information in it. So, so those are the things that the, the, the passengers and the, um, the customers need to do. But the airline needs to take responsibility. There's no, there's no way that the airline would not take responsibility when they have... And they need to bring it to where you are. If you are uh, in Manja village somewhere in the northwest and you were coming from London, uh, uh, they must. it's their responsibility to find out where Manja is mm. and deliver it uh, in your village in Manja. That's how things should be. So I mustn't go back to the airport and it mustn't be my, my responsibility to go back to the airport? Not at all. They must mm. bring it to your own house. They must bring it. There. Because you were at the airport yes. and you live, you live 300 kilometers away from the airport. Why should I go to the airport when I was there and I paid for this service? Yeah, it's also troubling that we must now buy ribbons and uh, puppets and stuff to identify our bags when they can just give us efficient service. They, they have to. Unfortunately, you know, airlines do have a, a very good systems in terms of the baggage uh, when they, they checked in baggage. They do yeah. have a, a good systems in place. But there are those that uh, are just, um, I will tweet some of uh, uh, pictures on here and see how they handle your bags there, mm. uh, some of these airlines, even though it's not in South Africa. But just to show you that when, when a bag gets damaged like that, it clearly demonstrates that, um, you know, uh, there is other people outside the airline themselves that, that just want to go out there and destroy the names of the airline. Because mm -hmm. the airline have handling companies, and those handling companies, they are owned by other people, not necessarily the airline. Yeah. So, so they will then become those that are going to uh, put the name of the airline into disrepute. But uh, uh, the airline, at the end of the day, it's responsible for your baggage. Indeed. Putero, thank you so much for your time. Say hi to, your, to the boys and, of course, enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much and have a lovely one. Thank you. That's uh, our aviation expert, Mr. Putero Mujabili. And that was the aviation update. Cape Town, we've got you covered on 98.6 FM.